welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tamer. Michael, how are we doing? I mean, do, do we ever know how to answer that? Do you ever know how to answer that? How are you doing? Happy belated birthday, buddy. Hey, thank you, man. You know, it's nice to be one year closer to death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that is nice, Joe Biden's been president for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We are currently sitting at brunch. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I've got a $2,000 check in my pocket <laughs> delivered as promised. So Immediately. I feel real good about said, things. You know, they're working on it as we speak. Yeah, uh, Warnock came to my house and high-fived me. That was cool. I might be down with that. I would be super down with that. He seems legit. As much as any senator that's not Bernie can be legit, he's kind of fun. I mean, as much as any elected official can be, right? No, Like, like, listen, it's disappointing how often during his campaign he had to be like, I'm not as radical as I was when I said (laughs) that cool thing. That was a bummer. But... He still seems cool Listen, in a way that uh, Osof is definitely is not no, cool. These are, these are not comparable things. Osof so, is like so the opposite in ob- every obvious way too. Uh, Osof Osof has the soul of the Lincoln Project in him. I swear mm. to God, like he is, yes. he is absolutely big Lincoln Project energy. Uh, plus or minus the being creepy towards underage men, we'll find out. Yeah, uh, you know, you, time generally tells. <laughs> not as often as it should. Uh, Zach, we've got a lot to get to today. We're, What's going on? We're doing we're doing kind of a kind of a hits. Okay. Uh, a okay. little bit of, a little bit of a check in on some mm-hmm. of our favorite characters mm-hmm. and institutions. Uh, I think at the end of this, uh, I'm going to feel fairly confident that we should just abolish the SBC, <laughs> all Baptists, uh, m- maybe just church. Uh, but before we get there... All uh, churches... Oh, wait, ACAP. All churches are bastards. Yeah, all churches are bastards. I had some dumb joke about, you know, our, our church being founded by the original bastard, Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> You know, he didn't have a father. <laughs> but... It's right there. Theologically speaking, that's a bit complicated. <laughs> Uh, we can move past that. So let's start with one of our favorites, shall we? Um, yes. Liberty University. Uh, home, <laughs> home to so many good things like the Falkirk Center of Political Reasonableness. and uh, Is that really its name? No, no, okay, because no. like I'm serious. It's enough that I was like, it's something. I don't think that's the name. It's something of it. nearly that innate. But though. it is that bad. Yeah. It otherwise known as Jerry Falwell Jr.'s hunting grounds. Otherwise yes. known as Becky Falwell Jr.'s <laughs> hunting grounds. <laughs> they are both very true. Uh, but we haven't checked in actually uh, with Liberty in a while because mm. you know Jerry's off cavorting, falling downstairs. Man, I know. fucking miss that guy. Uh, <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know. I, I also don't know. I'm, I would be a little afraid to know personally, but uh, we'll ha- check back I have in. a general idea. But, you know, there was this sort of idea. I mm. heard this from some places, uh, religious institutions being like, okay, well, now Liberty can finally get yes. back on track. Get back to its mission. The thing, the thing that it was founded to do. And as we pointed out that, like... You know, of course, it's going to stay as terrible as it always was. Obviously. Jerry Falwell Jr. was a symptom. But I got to say, I think I may have been wrong. (laughs) Because as it turns out, what Liberty University has been up to is having their president host a multi-hundred person uh, unmasked snowball fight all across the campus. Okay. Yeah. It's outside. Sure. Describe this video to me, though. Okay, so if you if you look at this video, uh, there's a few things that pu- jump out. One, everyone is white. 
Well, Every single yeah. person is They're white. actually hard to see because it's snowy. <laughs> yeah, it's a very polar bear situation. Uh, there are hundreds of people there. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Uh, I think the technical term for that is a clan. <laughs> well done. Uh, they are, at one point, jumping around like they're at a Christian music concert okay. chanting USA, USA. Oof. And there that's, are that's several... That's not good. That's not several good. Gadsden flags featured prominently, including the like Mimi, like don't step on Snick version. Mm. Uh, clearly, students just had around so they could right. bring out for this event. Uh, but yeah, I, here's the thing: we here at Shitty Christians, we hate fun. Yeah, no, obviously, anti-fun podcast. It, you know, COVID or no COVID, don't go have fun outside. Don't hang out with your friends. You know, don't do any of that. My college experience, mm-hmm. yeah, was. Seated in a room with a stack of books and periodicals. <laughs> yeah. uh, what periodicals, Zachary? <laughs> Zachary, let's get specific. That's right. You want me to get explicit? Uh, there was the penthouse. There was. <laughs> no. uh, I think. I think here's the thing I desperately need for these from these young folks. Please, I, I'm begging you. Please have sex. Just please go have sex with each other. This is some sad youth group energy and you're adults. It is it is big youth group energy. And like listen, I want uh people to be able to interact with each other. The problem being that like uh guys, the thing that you are doing is keeping all of us from being able to do that thing. <laughs> yeah, their their fun is actively decreasing other people's fun. <laughs> and it's more special in the context of like liberty university being a a campus that brings in people from all Mm. over so like this is just people shipping their kids away to go give a community they don't get live in covid like it is just my favorite part of this other than the like weird libertarian bent to the whole thing yeah that's uh, it it's it's straight the call of duty theme of it all yeah uh, is that the president was smack dab in the middle of this with a megaphone just cheering people on like raising battle cries just having a ball with his kids you know uh and then had to, you know, hop on the mic and and do like some very funny apologies, being like, "I messed up. <laughs> we did not think through or communicate the need to wear facial coverings and remain six feet apart in compliance with Virginia Governor's executive orders for the suppression of the spread of COVID nineteen, or even our own COVID nineteen operational plans." It is important to note that like, there's probably a way in COVID to run around outside throwing snowballs at each other, especially if you're masked. Mm-hmm. But watching this video, they definitely had the more of youth group energy where they are somehow like all smushed together, just desperate to rub their bodies against each other as, for as any sense of frizzing, <laughs> for any desperate attempt at fraudage. It's, uh, it's, it's got some real, uh, what's the color game where... Uh, oh, Twister. Yeah, it's got it's got some big twister energy yeah, it does. to it. It does. And let me tell you, that's a good energy. Okay, no, twister is sexy. <laughs> twister is sexy, all right? Here's the thing. I'm pro twister. Okay, you can't tell me. I think about twister not infrequently, actually. <laughs> okay. Because like first Speaking but, of the periodicals yeah, you read in that college. Game, yeah, that game should not exist. Mm-mm. Right? Like that game should be exclusively in Adam and Eve boutiques. Oh, it's yeah. it's obviously a fuck game. You should not play Twister with someone you are not being inside of. Having played a fair amount of Twister, (laughs) I'm inclined to agree with you. (laughs) It's just very funny to see a guy doing the thing that he actively wants to do, which is encourage a bunch of children to smash each other with violence and then kiss. (laughs) And then he has to get on being like, oh, yeah, I guess we weren't thinking about this pandemic we've all been living in for a year, you fuck. Yeah, I guess this is going to go back. This is going to continue with the theme we're hitting on this. I'm just... They're not trying. It's all intentional. Yeah. It's just, it, 
I'm, I'm, you know what I'm sick of? I'm actually sick of the attempt at the, like the lie. The yeah, they're pretending. It, it just, honestly would have really been better if he was just like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, Jerry Falwell, you know what? Jerry Falwell Jr. wouldn't have apologized about it. Or he would have been drunk doing it and it would have been <laughs> awesome. Either way, it would have been an improvement. I know, I know. It's a shame when you see these august institutions fall this slow. <laughs> let's move forward, sh- shall we? Um, we've got a lot more to get to. Uh, let's check in on one of our other favorite boys. Yes. Uh, this really is a boys cast. Yeah, this is, you know, this is, hey, dudes rock. That's what this is about. <laughs> That's what our podcast stands for. Uh, whenever we're talking about people who get Christianity exactly right, Wait, we're talking. <laughs> you know what the tagline of our podcast should be? Dudes talk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm changing our Twitter bio to oh, that today. No. Literally oh, today. God. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> our boy John MacArthur. <laughs> Yes. The Max. The realest one. Uh, Johnny G. Mac. Uh, mm. John MacArthur <laughs> returned to the pulpit this oh, week. I didn't realize he'd been gone. I didn't either. As it turns out, the last time John MacArthur preached was over a month ago. Oh, wow. For like December 20th. Didn't even do the Christmas sermon. Seems like a major one. To, seems like a major one to miss. And just returned after a month due to, and I quote, undisclosed no illness. fucking way no fucking way are you fucking kidding me it's so good i just oh it's so good the same the day same bitch that he I... left yeah uh was when reports were coming out that there was a COVID outbreak in his church he shows back up maybe we could cut the audio in yeah you glad to be here today uh, i get that impression <clears throat> well good morning grace church um been a few weeks <clears throat> since I preached, but uh, it's in there still, so you're going to get it later this morning. <laughs> He's coughing so much that he has to legit mention it. It's like, oh yeah, I'm still uh, getting over it, so you're all going to have it later this afternoon. Like He says that. He says that oh, from the pulpit. God. This dumb bitch got COVID <laughs> and then is spreading it. <laughs> bitch is getting COVID, but of course he can't say that he's had COVID. He just he just disappeared for a month for some other random disease affecting his lungs. This makes me think of, and we've talked about this all week because I can't stop thinking about it, uh, a high school mutual of mine posted a meme. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a screen cap of CNN and obviously doctored. And it says on the bottom, it's circled, and it says, Antifa takes responsibility for Capitol Riot. <laughs> First of all, the, the real detail yeah. that gives it away is that they use the wrong capital because uh, these people uh, are fucking stupid. So slid a little A in there. Yeah, today. yeah. <laughs> don't feel like CNN probably made that mistake of shit. I don't know. They get a lot of things wrong. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but I just and I I just commented and I was like, it's the wrong capital. Also, here's a Reuters article saying that like this was doctored. Oh God, you did you did the liberal I mom know. on Facebook. You did the fact check. You, I, you I snopes him. How it, dare you? It was fun saying he was stupid. I'll admit that. Being like, dude, it's not even the right capital, man. You fucking idiot. And I know that's a little bit of a lib thing to be like, you're dumb. Uh-huh. Also, you're fucking dumb. Yeah, and, at least <laughs> like, in this specific instance. Uh, and I just, but the thing is, no comment, no deletion. I think the thing is, it's like, it's just, it's about the lie, right? Yeah, like, the it's truth not was even, never the point. It was never that, like, Antifa did it. Obviously, Antifa didn't fucking do it. Antifa doesn't exist. Yeah, no, Antifa is is basically this podcast. 
that's that's about what Antifa. No, I, <laughs> and we are responsible for the Capitol <laughs> riot. No. no, it's just, I'm just. Uh... It's amazing to me that like conservatives in the 60s and 70s were mm, freaking out yeah. about the idea that you know coming out of academia, yeah. like truth is relative. Yeah. No, all truth is objective. We must mm. hold to the objective standards of rightness and morality. Smash cut to a few decades later, them being like. Learning the lesson that truth doesn't matter so much better than us. Yeah. Like, so much better than oh, us. They're so, much so better. good at being like, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> how, yeah. how dare you try to apply truth to the situation? Yeah. Bro, do you even Facebook? Yeah. Just know, here is a badly Photoshopped screen cap, which I am going to say confirms mm -hmm. my worldview. That's it. That's the only thing. And that's all I need. Because the worldview is the point. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's deductive. It's deductive logic, whereas like everything flows out of the worldview, not the other way around. The fact that you can just come up and be like undisclosed illness because you're not willing to talk about COVID. The fact, you know, it, it's, it's, or, you know, all the Capitol riot nonsense mm -hmm. happening in the Senate right now because we already got our $2,000 checks. Yeah, because everything. Or the Democrats being like, they're f we met 1400 all along. <laughs> it's just, I know the lie has always been there, but oh my God. <laughs> it's just like. John it, MacArthur had some more truths to tell. Uh, <laughs> no. Please stop. <laughs> this, was, this, was, this is a good one. So he's talking about like the people that have been preaching over the, the last few weeks as you know he was on vacation. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, if you were turning in to watch Grace Church last week, you would have said, what election? People started applauding. What's going on politically? What pandemic? What virus? Christ is all in all. Amen. You were literally sick You last, last week, you bitch. <laughs> you had COVID, you bitch. <laughs> you fucking sick bitch. You COVID virus ridden bitch. You're still coughing on people. You're not even, you can't even stop coughing before you come back. You can't say what virus while you are actively spreading the virus, dude. Uh, yeah. I also just love the idea that like, that's what church is supposed to be. Complete disengagement from the entire world around us. <laughs> yes. Jesus, noted for never talking about the outside world. <laughs> Jesus, when he healed the man's vision and then gave him horse blinders so that he couldn't see anything again. Jesus, who never spoke about politics or material conditions or, or money people, or Caesar anything like or that. Rome. Uh, yeah, incredible <laughs> stuff. Also, just a little rich coming from John M MacArthur, Mr. I have two friends in this world, Jesus and Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jesus and Caesar, the two two great tastes that go better together. <laughs> it's the pepperoni and sausage, baby. Some more words from John. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> ABC tried to discredit us. CNN tried to discredit us. The LA Times has tried numerous times to discredit God us. God damn it. <laughs> you know, order of our age, let me tell you. But then he gets to the best part ungodly bloggers <laughs> <laughs> have tried to discredit us <laughs> excuse me john we're right here yeah what of the ungodly podcasters john it's a podcast john <laughs> john people don't have blogs anymore john. <laughs> john i don't like typing or writing uh john getting into the mommy vlog game in 2021 <laughs> like <laughs> no it's just john you know it just it hurts when you care so much about somebody and they don't notice you. It's just like, John, come on, baby. Notice me. We're uh, we're outside, but instead of holding up a boombox, we're holding up a ventilator outside of his house. <laughs> he fucking needs one. Oh, man. Okay. Last, last take from John MacArthur. Okay. 
I like this one because uh, not unlike his church, it's pretty mask off. Okay. okay. Uh, not bad. <laughs> MacArthur not bad. says, I don't even support religious freedom. Oh. <laughs> oh, now that's a turn. <laughs> I didn't... This is a real wild and out sermon. <laughs> you know what, man? He's riffing. You know, he's, he's got he's got the brain disease that like X number of people that have had COVID yeah, have, uh-huh. I'm sure. So he's, he's just Syphilis. vibing. Yep. He's just vibing. <laughs> he said, I don't even support religious freedom. Religious freedom is what sends people to hell. Yes, the, you know you know who agrees? The Puritans. <laughs> the Puritans, the people who established the concept of religious freedom were like this is going to send us to hell. Yep, yep. When they got here to escape. The only I I know all the the stuff about killing indigenous people blah blah blah. But the, I don't know if you can blah blah blah. I know, blah. I know, I know. I just don't want to talk about it right this second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we understand. Stupid hats. But man, the idea of religious freedom pretty good one. Pretty good, pretty cool. Uh and John MacArthur is just being like, nah, dude. It's just, we spend so much time, uh, you know, going after these people and elucidating yeah. how when you get down to it, they're theocrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the time, they're good at lying about it. John, I genuinely <laughs> appreciate how he's like, no, I just want to murder anyone that doesn't attend my church. Well, I, again, I think it's so funny how evangelicals with like birth control and abortion and trying to nationalize Christianity are try- think they're doing something new and Catholics are just over here being like, hold my sword, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... They, like, the Vatican owns a bank, man. They launder money for fascists. You're a step behind, motherfucker. Oh, but that may be true, but John MacArthur's doing his best to play catch up. <laughs> no, he, that's the thing. Is that They see that and they're like, yeah, man. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yep. Uh, to support religious freedom is to support idolatry is to say, I support lies. I support hell. I support the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. You know, all those really, really intense Calvinist guys uh, who moved here oh, all in the 1600s agree. These conservatives are always doing bad faith poll quotes. Sure. So let's just bring that a little bit of that to this MacArthur thing. John MacArthur says, I support the kingdom of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> good for him. He did say those words. I appreciate the honesty. This next one. We like to, we like to make our jokes on this podcast. I never joke about yeah. anything. A little bit of japery. Here and here and there, mm-hmm. but uh, I did want to bring up one thing that's a little more serious. Okay, how George Soros is funding the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> I knew it. You know what? I knew it. Yeah. If there's two things George Soros is definitely funding, it's Planned Parenthood and the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh my god! Oh my god! So this. <laughs> this started how the fuck did this begin yeah like (laughs) that's blowing my mind no it's it's like one of those things where like the daisy chain of bullshit is pretty special okay because i'm just gonna tell you where this go is going and that's a task force to investigate these claims okay i'm uncomfortable george soros is a piece of shit Mm -hmm. awful person should be in prison for other things but I will say, anytime you talk about a task force and George Soros, I get nervous. Yeah, that's not great. I get that's real, great. real Listen, nervous. We, we are anti-all billionaires here. There, yeah, there, obviously. There is no good billionaire, not yeah. even one. But, like, let's not pretend that when people say Soros, they're talking about the individual George Soros yeah, they, most of the time. They mean George Soros in triple brackets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... This started, as all well-researched investigative journalistic pieces do, with a Breitbart article. <laughs> and 
it basically claimed that George Soros is funding uh, one specific section of the Southern Baptist Convention. The so the claim in this Breitbart article is that George Soros is donating money to the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commit uh, Commission. Okay, so we've talked about that before, but refresh me and our listeners because I don't pay attention. Yeah, it, because it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it's the public policy arm of the Southern Baptist gotcha. Convention. For mm -hmm. the past handful of years, it has been headed up by Russell Moore. Yes. And Russell Moore is a pretty controversial figure in mm -hmm. the Southern Baptist Convention, right. despite agreeing with Southern Baptists on basically everything. I it, It's always so funny when like the right splits hairs. Yeah, so... Uh, who is Russell Moore? He's he's just a never Trumper. He's just yeah. a guy that's like staunchly pro life, staunchly anti LGBT yeah. rights, like all of the things that Southern Baptists love. Being all of those terrible things, he is. He's just a little less virulent on race. He's pro uh, more progressive immigration policies, and he doesn't like Donald Trump. So that he's, is as he's just David from he exactly. He is exactly that level of like only better than the virulent racist, <laughs> and because of that, he has been. I'm not kidding when I say this. Actively, like, people are coming at him all the time. Like, you would think that this is oh Bernie God. Sanders in, like, not even that. This is, like... Ilhan Omar. This is Ilhan Omar in this position. That Like, this is, this is like... <laughs> this is... This, you, you would think that he, he just stood up and said, I am Antifa. Like, <laughs> like, and I did the Capitol riots. Uh, so this Breitbart article has had a wide reach. The wish fulfillment is incredible, but please continue. Yeah, the idea that George Soros gives a single shit about any of this stuff is almost as funny as the idea George Soros is like a 90-year-old Jewish European billionaire. You think he even knows what the SBC is? Uh, no. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? So the, the actual kernel of truth here oh, that no. I think is important to elucidate, yeah. because you know where there's smoke, there is always what, fire. One world government. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> An organization... That the ERLC belongs to yes. receives 2% of its funding uh -huh. from the National Immigration Forum that George Soros happens to be a chair on. Oh, my God. So George Soros is a chair of this whole other thing yep. that funds 2% of this other thing okay. that then the SBC is a part of. Okay. So the daisy chain is like no money has ever touched hands. Yep. It's It's... It's They're way... closer to Epstein, I'm going to fucking promise yeah, you. That is 100% true. <laughs> uh, who, so, who, yeah. funded, who funded the SBC for youth group reasons? <laughs> God. Woo! Honestly, if Epstein had gotten into youth group instead oh, of fashion, he never would have been caught. I don't have any response <laughs> to that. Okay. So, of course, because of this, uh, you know, deep biting investigative <laughs> reporting that really got to the truth of things a, a task force was commissioned in 2020 uh i'm so uncomfortable it just released its findings and it decided that the ethics and religious liberty commission is in fact a significant distra distraction from the great commission work of southern baptists basically <laughs> this task force goes on to say that this uh, that Russell Moore, yes, being a dang lib with his pro-life, anti-gay status, uh, is costing them millions of dollars in donations. 
uh, because ding 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 ding, and, and and this is all like you know I thought that Soros money would make up for it. <laughs> You're right. No, it's it's so good because uh, basically what this is is that uh, the Southern Baptist Convention, like most evangelical denominations, right. has been bleeding money. Yeah, of Just course, losing members left and right, losing churches. Uh, the snake is eating its own tail. Yeah. Um, Obris. Yes, it's bad everywhere. So they are trying to make this dude the scapegoat for all of the SBC's funding issues. Basically being like, uh, the specific things that they bring up are so good. You ready for this? Yes. So it lists 10 complaints. We're not going to go through all of them. Uh, That uh, Russell Moore had been disrespectful and condescending to questions from Southern Baptist messengers. Oh my gosh. The question in particular is uh, was somebody in 2016 asking Russell Moore why he didn't oppose a mosque being built in New Jersey? Boy, the uh, religious the religious liberty keeps coming up. It's funny. It's really funny. He's on the Religious Liberty Commission, oh, and, and they're like, "Why are you okay with mosques existing?" Hey, hey, hey! Other religions exist. Do you have a comment? <laughs> would you Would you care to comment on these other religions? It's it remind like that question because I watched the video of it and he is a little frustrated when he responds in the best way. He's just like, "What?" <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, to Russell Moore's ever tiniest credit, it is a complete fucking non sequitur. No, it, well, it, it, the point that the guy is actually making clearly, uh, he says something about how like these people are a threat to our lives and livelihoods in American way. Like, like he's he's spoken he's spoken like a person who's never met an American Muslim. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it's just so clearly like he's doing a terrorism. Like <laughs> that's what's happening here. This is a good one. Disappointment over perceived inaction on religious liberty issues during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Meaning, of course, that Russell Moore didn't scream about churches being able to have in-person services enough. Fucking incredible. (laughs) Uh, Disagreement with the uh, Southern Baptist stance on immigration because he supports progressive immigration policies. Because he believes that Jesus cares for the immigrants and the orphans and the widows. Yeah, what a simp. <laughs> I've been saying, what a fucking simp. Yeah. Uh, Russell Moore's going to get canceled for following immigrant-only fans. Hey, hey, Russell Moore, are you gay for immigrants? What the fuck, bro? Bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it brings up the Soros thing again. No. No. It's the number Stop. two issue. Stop. On the list. Stop bringing. Is concerned. Stop bringing up George Soros. Every time you do, a part of me dies. Just take his money, Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then the number one issue, the real reason this guy has to go, or if this task force didn't call for his removal so much as the basic uh, conclusion was stay in your lane, bro. Sure. It was much more of that thing. But the number one issue that was being brought up by the churches they were interviewing was uh, Russell Moore's stance on Donald Trump. Uh, of course it's too is. anti-Trump. You know, as a church, it's important to be super pro-Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm glad that one of your stances is you have to be into Donald Trump yeah, to go here. It's it's pretty special because it really does bring home that, like, who is Russell Moore? He's the same as you. He just likes Trump less or doesn't like Trump. And that, mm. for you, is enough to try to excommunicate <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> or burn down your own denomination to get him out. Incredible stuff. Really, really good stuff. I I love, you know, having grown up around all of these idiots, mm-hmm. how fucking constantly, fucking endlessly these people fetishize freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom. 
or intellectual debate or freedom of speech. You know, all this jazz. And and I understand those things are, you know. Bad. (laughs) I mean, honestly, the way they use them. The way they use them, yes. But I I understand that those things, you can be be appetitive about them and be like, they don't apply. They only apply to government. Fuck off, first of all. But secondly, they don't actually believe it at all. No. They don't even want you to be a conservative who disagrees with them about one candidate. This has never been about anything but about being in lockstep. It's amazing to me that like these people would believe that they have a stranglehold on all religious truth. Right. But would be incredibly threatened by anyone of another religion <laughs> existing. Right. Like, like the Muslims exist. We should probably be against that, right? <laughs> like, what, dude? Oh, man. Uh, Russell Moore, I think it really speaks to just how broken uh, the SBC is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that with our next segment. Ooh, I'm excited. So let's save our conclusion, shall we? Uh, this one, we're going to talk about another controversial figure in the Southern Baptist Convention. Let's do it. Uh, another one of our boys, Mr. Tight Pants himself, J.D. Greer. Welcome to the program. J.D., what's up, man? Uh, J.D. Pine- are you here Are you here to give us some wishy washy pablum that sounds fine but doesn't mean anything i'm yeah. ready followed by an action on issues that actually matter thank you <laughs> it's actually worse than that no <laughs> no dude jd has been so good this whole time uh at not accomplishing anything but yep. sort of threading a vaguely more progressive needle mm. and claiming to care about the massive issues facing his denomination like rampant sex abuse yep uh Followed by him hiring a guy that covered up sex abuse for his, like, uh, you know, for the Summit Church, which well, he, they're now doing an investigation into. He's knowledgeable about the issue. You can't argue with his experience. <laughs> guy put it on his resume. Yeah, come on. It's right there. Uh, but J.D. Greer, J.D. Greer went for a walk. Nay. Not a walk. No, no. A march. Please stop. <laughs> like, let me off this train. But if you're going to march, you got to march for something, Zach. You don't just march to march. Michael. And what better thing to march for? Nay, goose step for. <laughs> than life. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> for our listeners that may be not as aware of the March for Life, uh, let me just encourage you, turn off our <laughs> podcast now. You, your, your soul has not been tainted. Uh, the brainworms have not nested quite as deep in your hypothalamus as they have for us. There is still time to save yourself, dear listener, run. Now that we've said that, for the rest of you degenerates, uh, the March for Life is something that evangelicals have been doing since all the way back in, in 1974. It began one year after the passing of Roe v. Wade to the day. Huh. And it was started to try to basically... When Baptists wall- didn't give a fuck about this. I know. Well, yeah, it wasn't started by Baptists. Um, That's right. started as sort of a... Um, started specifically that they would march to overturn Roe v. Wade. And when that didn't happen, they were like, hey, we'll just keep this going. And they've been doing that for nigh on 50 years. I, I feel like I barely missed Marching for Life when I was a child. I'm very glad to have missed it. Well, we should talk about that because it's like a thing. Especially, a thing. especially if you're an East Coast Christian, especially yeah. if you're a Catholic, especially especially if you attended a Christian school. Yeah. Uh, the vast majority of people that attend the March for Life every year are high school and college kids that get bussed in from yep. all over the country. Mm. Uh, over 50% of the people that attend are under like 28. And that's not because all of these people are deeply passionate about Marsh for Life. It's because their teachers are throwing them in buses and driving them to Washington, D.C. once a year. It's because it it still beats being in school. Am I right? (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Nothing like marching to take away women's rights if it gets you out of math class. (laughs) It's fucked up. It's deeply fucked up. Uh, 
So, I mean, you know, this this became national news in 2019 with those MAGA hat kids uh, smirking at an indigenous protester and that all blowing up into a whole thing. Trump spoke, the first sitting president to speak at the March for Life in 2020. It's a flex. Uh, it's something, I mean, a, a lot of them, a shocking number of them had done like pre-recorded messages, but Trump was like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to show up in person. <laughs> and the March for Life, uh, had been a very pro-Trump institution for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. This year they had a slightly different tune. Okay. Uh, this year was a little more about unity. Really? Shocking. <laughs> So shocking fucking, i know so fucking tired of unity uh i'm gonna fucking cleanse some unity out of this fucking country <laughs> let me fucking tell you I'm gonna, it's i'm gonna put unity in some fucking education camps oh God. uh unity without justice is bullshit we don't even have to get into it but it, it just speaks to the fact that like yeah. one all of these right-wing grifters are going to pull this shit and two liberals you're helping them also why I'm, are you helping them with their process of disavowing their past bullshit i'm not unifying with people who want to take women away women's rights to choose bro yeah that would suck um, that would ruin my whole 20s so some other interesting things that happened at the march for life rally this year it went virtual cyber <laughs> it was a cyber rally my friends and you might think oh that's kind of nice you know mm. these evangelicals have been doing a lot of anti-mass shit they right keep holding church services it's really nice that like this organization decided to take some steps to not do anything that fucking stupid <laughs> my friend you would be wrong because in fact the plan was not for them to have a virtual mark god damn it not until the capital insurrection <sighs> so they decided this very last minute out of concerns for people's safety I want to ask who's safety, but let's move on. Yeah, well, it's just uh, it's just like, well, I, I'm a little confused. Why would you be concerned about your safety? You guys are all on the same team. Uh, but you know what? They did kill a cop, so oh, yeah. they, they weren't always great at remembering who's on their they, side. Uh, they, were, they were just worried about starting another insurrection. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think most of these people would be worried about it. Let's get to the crux of the issue, shall we? Yes. J.D. Greer hops on the Twitter to say, I am on the streets of D.C., the march for life oh, because a few of these people did in fact decide to march anyway jd it ended up only being like a hundred uh but they like had a whole like multi-hour news fake news <sighs> coverage thing oh this is my favorite part you can watch the whole rally yeah they have all these pre-recorded you know bullshit people singing they've got some ccm artists they've got jim yep. daly a focus on the family mm -hmm. tim tebow was the headline oh, speaker that's uh that's a big get i don't think that's about <laughs> tim tebow tim tebow come on the pod uh, I'd have some things to say to Tim Tebow. But J.D. Greer, that was not enough. He had to go. He had to go march. He had to go to D.C. for the March for Life. And while he was there, he happened to meet a personal hero of his. Please One... stop. Please just <laughs> stop. Yeah, tune in next week. Zach <laughs> Zach's eyes are actually, uh, they appear to be crying blood at the moment. I don't know I what know. that clear fluid is, leaking out of your nose. I know where this is going, uh, and I still don't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah, no, this is, um, this is like this is like a serial killer where like you see yeah. their sign before yeah. you see the body. Like, you know, you already know what's on the Extreme other side Extreme close-up of the person who's about to die, rack focus to the knife behind them. You know, it's just like, yep, we're dying. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, J.D. Greer's personal hero, Abby Johnson. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now, some of our newer listeners may not be aware of Abby Johnson, but we actually dedicated a whole yep. episode of our podcast. Probably still, in many ways, my favorite episode. 
Like, think, it's not the smoothest, but, like, I think it says so clearly what we mean. Yeah, so that episode 10, Abortion is the Fries and Coke, where yep. we go through the Abby Johnson biopic <laughs> Man, that called movie's Unplanned. So Abby Johnson worked for Planned Parenthood for a while. A long time. A long time. And then she got out the game and got immediately into right-wing grifting yep. uh, for pro-life causes that may or may not have been informed by the fact that he was she was having some fairly severe money troubles at the time. And was probably going to be fired. Who is to say? No way of knowing. Te- the Texas Monthly is to say, if you're interested. <laughs> Google Abby Johnson, Texas Monthly. Honestly, go back to that episode, because I, I think yeah, that episode does a good job of tracing the roots of the pro-life movement, yeah. being rooted in segregation, yeah. Abby Johnson's non-stop virulent lies and then we just have a really good time clowning on a movie it's for a, great, a very long time it's a, it's a long episode still one of my faves anyways abby johnson personal hero of jd Greer. <laughs> and this is the moment that zach, says everything well yeah zach because we've made this yes. point before that jd greer is the obama yes that he's better than all the other right-wing mm. assholes in there but he's not going to fix any of the problems and ultimately he's going to just lead to more violent right-wing uh, bullshit to come after but i think zach you nailed it yeah he's actually not the obama he's the george w bush yeah. particularly post rehabilitation right mm-hmm. like where it's like oh he seems better if he's not better dude he still killed a million people he's I- still rubbing shoulders with the abby johnsons of the world this is the president of the fsbc the person that is supposed to be shepherding a denomination through as we already said rampant sex abuse in in the denomination and he is out here with abby johnson as a hero and that says something because i hopped on abby johnson's twitter for about five seconds (laughs) and then i was the one crying blood Uh, the most recent thing that happened as of this recording was she was speaking at a Catholic university. Some people didn't like that. And then she spent like days on rants about cancel culture and how she is a warrior overcoming cancel culture. But like three tweets beyond that, blatant, virulent transphobia. Ugh. Multiple times. I mean, like this isn't even her issue. She's a pro-life lady, but she like. I just, I can't, I can't deal with no, that it's, shit. No, it's. I'm so tired. It's. Of everybody from Abby Johnson to J.K. Rowling being fucking awful. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. You don't know any trans people, firstly. But secondly, I don't care if you do. Fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, turfs, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, yeah uh, this is a no-turf zone. Yeah, I mean, and these these people couldn't even, wouldn't even call themselves feminists. But like, yeah, yeah fuck off tra- transphobes. Uh, but fuck off specifically Abby Johnson, who, by the way, you know what else Abby Johnson has been mm. up to recently? I'm curious. Just a, Just a touch of insurrection. Really? <laughs> yeah, she was there. Are you fucking kidding me? She was there. Not only was she there, she was there. She was one of the people that yeah. was there days before. Uh, she did the Jericho March, which we referenced right. on, our, on our Insurrection she, episode. She was one of the anti-Semites with Shofar. She was she was Shofaring. She was walking around don't, trying to bring down the walls of the Capitol. Do not Shofar, Christians. She probably spelled it with an A, too. Um, <laughs> and then she got pepper sprayed. Okay. That part rules. That part, that part is, is awesome. Good. I Listen, would pay any amount of money i would drain my savings to be able to pepper spray abby johnson (laughs) all cops are bastard all cops are bastards except the motherfucker that pepper sprayed abby johnson dude rules that that person's all right (laughs) please get out (laughs) dudes talk and that cop rocks (laughs) yeah please please do yourself a favor and get out of there but that's abby johnson she is constantly going on like ben shapiro charlie kirk like she is the absolute link line between this sort of 
religious mm. uh, take on the pro-life thing and just all of the right wing to alt-right grifters. Like she oh, yeah. is that link. And the if we, here's the thing. We need to take J.D. Greer at his word when he says yeah. that this is a hero of his. He tweeted out to tens and tens of thousands of people. Maybe like a hundred. I can't remember how many followers he has, but like a hundred thousand people. And at best, what that means is that J.D. Greer is a terrible judge of character with a lot of massive blind spots who either doesn't know or doesn't care about who this person is and what mm, they're about. Yeah. But much more likely, I think, is that J.D. Greer does know. Yeah. And decided that she's a hero anyway. I mean, that's actually the take I have. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Like, this is pretty ubiquitous amongst pro-life people is that they will forgive any sin yeah. if you are pro-life. Again, because in a world where it's baby mills murdering the babies you have to align with anybody who's against that no matter how odious they may be yeah this is this is the donald trump yeah this is the the white hat pedophiles like this is they don't care uh, they don't care they don't care it's in fact it, it, it's a feature not a bug i think that's uh that's well said and it, it just Man, after sort of <laughs> yeah. checking in on rich. several of these institutions, you know, MacArthur not part of the Southern Baptist Convention, but certainly around it. Like, I have never felt more clearly that, like, the only way forward is to abolish the SBC. Like, there's no <laughs> other way. There's no other way. Listen, you can't reform cops and you can't reform the SBC. We have to get rid of these people. Yeah, I definitely think we were talking, uh, we've been talking a lot to various people we know. Um, I don't talk to people. Yeah, that's true. But Zach may have been talking to people. We've all been kind of like us and our sort of social group of like dirty young Christian leftists have been talking to various people we know that are sort of in the Christian right. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's nothing to be done anymore. There's no conversation to be had. There's nothing to be that it, these people we have to take electoral power from the right, or they're going to kill us all. That's pretty much it. These people yeah. can't be reasoned with. They can't be talked to. All they want is Christian theism. And by the by, that's going to lead to some pretty dark shit. That's it. There's no there's no talking with these people. And J.D. Greer is one of them. I think my take you, is... Your take is put them all in camps ahead of time. <laughs> I agree. I like what okay, you're thinking. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I think my take is a little bit uh, weaker because I need to be able to talk to these people. Yeah. Some of them are very close to me. Yeah, believe me. I know that. And... Too. Uh, and I have to believe that there is a path forward to de-radicalize and get Man. people out of this cult. I have to believe that. I don't know how it, it's or if a good it's question. possible. It's a good but question. I, but I agree with you, the idea that, like, there is no unity. There's no unity. There's no unity yeah. here. How, how dare you? And there's you? no compromise. Yeah. There's no middle fucking ground. Yeah. There is no path forward that allows these people to continue to take rights away from trans people. Yeah advocate that they need to be in control of women's bodies and choices yeah uh, advocate as we have seen twice twice in this episode two times that religious liberty shouldn't exist yeah. and and if you believe that a mosque should be allowed to be built in a city you don't live in in jersey they're going to try to come for your ass man in fucking jersey Listen, I'm just. I have. You're been, the Southern have, Baptist Convention stand in your Jersey. Lane. That mosque would be the best thing that ever happened to that fucking state. The only place I would hang out is that mosque Listen, in New I, Jersey. I have a lot of affection for Jersey. Jersey has some great punk music that comes out because of it. it's so shitty. <laughs> because of that, <laughs> it uh, there is no compromise. There is no unity without justice. No. There is. It's it's a worthless goal. And yeah, 
the people that are telling you that they're going to shepherd uh, these institutions to more progressive places, that they're going to focus things back on what really matters, they're going to stop the Trumpism that is running rampant through evangelical circles. Their heroes are Abby fucking Johnson. Yeah. And Abby right. Johnson wants to control your body personally. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's not okay. Here's the thing. We cannot actually build a revolution. We cannot build a, a movement with true progress as long as reactionaries are given a seat at the table in terms of power. Politics is a struggle of power, and we have to fucking take it from these people. And I think one of the only ways you actually can de-radicalize these people is through leftist policies of redistribution and making people's lives better. We talked about it before with Medicare for All. There are people that disagree with us on basically every issue that uh, can maybe hear you when you're like, I think that you should have free health care. I can genuinely talk to reactionaries not infrequently about Medicare for all. Uh, and there are other paths forward uh, from that as well. And uh, not all of them are electoral in nature, but <laughs> <clears throat> those are for other episodes. I think the thing to, to really take away here is like, if you get to the end of an episode <laughs> and Liberty University is the one that comes out looking pretty okay. <laughs> I like a snowball fight. Listen, I like fun. No, you don't. It's an anti-fun podcast. Zachary, we've talked about this. <laughs> I am not defined by this podcast. <laughs> that is absolutely untrue. <laughs> Zach, do we have anything else we need to cover? Anything else? <sighs> What's anything on your heart or mind? Uh, I have an unspoken prayer request. Mm-hmm. Masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could, you could pray, you could pray for me that I keep masturbating more that would yeah, be great I, I also my numbers a, are down uh, my name is michael Tabor. you can find me at michael Tabor on twitter my name is zachary allard you can find me at zachary underscore allard follow the pod at shitty underscore pod send us your email at crappy christians at gmail.com i have been responding to people it has not gone as fast as i wanted to but i have been <laughs> and uh man there's some good emails in there thank you guys so much Ooh, we'll have to uh we maybe will return to discussing some let's put this out there one, we would love to hear from you guys. Yes. Two, if you have something you want us to like read on the air, maybe let us know. Uh, because some of the times people send stuff and it's like fairly personal. And I'm like, oh, this is really sweet and touching. But I wouldn't feel comfortable like yeah. reading it on air you, unless you, I knew that that was like something you wanted. You have so. to explicitly say it. in a Or, if or may, we, we probably need a better system. But anyways, thank you to everyone yes. who has reached out. I look forward to being in contact with more of you shortly. Zachary, on the other hand only responds to Twitter DMs, so DM, on, DM him on Twitter uh, and get weird with it. Be careful with that, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, with that said, if I can ask you to do two things until we see you next week, it's dismantle capitalism from the ground up and yell at your reactionary family on, on the internet. <laughs> no. no, that works, that works. <laughs> and rate review us on iTunes. Thank you. Bye.